fears of tripping on top. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! Tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. 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 How's it going? Oh, it's going horrible. Let me tell you about how it's going. This is episode 21 of the Hot Box. Hey. And we got banned. Excuse me. Our podcast is old enough to drink now. Let's, yes. let's take her out and show her a good time. Woohoo! On our 21st birthday, Ustream, where we usually broadcast from this show, the Hot Box Podcast and the Jam Hole Podcast, we've been with Ustream for quite a while, you know? Got some pretty good viewers here and there. And we're about to start the show, and all of a sudden this thing comes on the screen, and it says, you have been banned for copyright infringement or something. I'm like, what? So Did we... I didn't think anything... What would we have done that was copyright infringed? It had to have been the music that we were playing before the show. That's the only thing I can think of. But yeah. that's weird... Because we, when we broadcast with two cameras, only one of them has sound. The other one, it's just for video. And that one got banned after a while also. Do you think it's because they're linked? Uh, maybe. I don't know. But I'm very upset. They do that. Like, I still haven't gotten an email. Nothing like that. Just, boom, you're banned. Done. We're done with you. Well, I think we all looked at their little copyright law thing. So somebody had to have... Like, it looks like somebody would have had to have reported that you were well, infringing on copyright law. I think they use a technology that YouTube does, too, and it's, like, just this automated thing that, you know, copyright stuff has <laughs> fingerprint in it. And Heidi asked <laughs> if it was Devin. Yeah, right. I Probably. would be so impressed if that was, if he had even the smallest bit to do with that. Yeah. No, I think it's an automatic it thing and it heard our Cypress Hill, it heard this and that and it finally just checked us and was like, "Oh, you're playing copyrighted stuff." And then that that's that. Like, but since when when has Ustream actually given a crap about that? Like, do you know how much stuff on there people broadcast totally copyright stuff? Yeah, it's insane. We're playing a little music. I'm sorry. I'll play all my music from now on. That's and I'm sorry, guys. I don't want to hear my sh- shit either, but Ustream has oh. forced our hand. And you know what? Maybe it was all the crap we talked about them because they redid their site and totally failed at it. And we called them out. We said, hey, why is your chat box this big? That's unusable. Thanks, Ustream. Maybe this is them getting back at us. I don't know. Maybe it's because we're a marijuana podcast. Let's get Uber X. Oh, maybe. Are you not pro marijuana, Ustream? You should be. If you've seen half of the stuff that people broadcast on your site. But so do you know what we went through? To The show must go on, right? Right. You know what we did? I went and made two accounts on Justin.tv. Figured out how to use that nice interface. But I should be nice. I love your clean, minimal y- interface. I just was not used to it. And that's my bad. You, but you ghetto know rigged a podcast in like 10 minutes, and I'm very For real? impressed. <laughs> very, very impressed. Oh, my God. You MacGyvered this. I MacGruvered this. You, holy <laughs> crap, MacGyvered this. Oh, man. I mean, you used a bag I've of never... Skittles, duct tape, and a lighter and made a podcast tonight. And I was totally and thank you for stoned. That. And you know what? You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. And I don't know why your camera keeps getting blurry. It's the light over there or something. Anyway. So, yeah. We threw that together. I figured out where to find the embed code that took a minute. And then got the two cameras up. And we're back. So, hey, Ustream. Suck on these nuts. You can't keep us down. Nope. We're back. We could have, you know what? Honestly, we could have just recorded a podcast and figured this out later. Yeah. But tomorrow for the jam hole, I would have had to figure it out anyway. True. So I'm True. glad it's done now. Well, and I'm glad that you're not going to explode. Because I was, I was so worried mad. about that for a little bit. And actually, <laughs> MDS was asking if you were okay. Because <laughs> yeah. I think jam hole listeners were waiting for a mat. Like, I know. I know. Explosion. I was too busy to explode, but I'm sorry. It's okay. 
But this is what we have to work with, I guess. We have a uh, Justin.TV chat, which I think you can cuss in, and I think. Did you guys see that? Did you see it? Yeah, I nice. see it. Thank you for not automatically censoring our stuff like Ustream did. I appreciate that. Way to leave the power to the users. Ustream is like communist China, and I think Justin.TV, this is the new America. We just got to get rid of some Indians. We got to get rid of some Mac- uh some kid, the kid that started the I don't know. Oh wow. Okay. I just know that was another site people used to broadcast, so here we are. But you are all at hotboxpodcast.com/live. That's where you are all at. Yeah. So, does it look okay? Are we good? Let's do this. We got a contest to end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're welcome. You can thank Ustream, I guess, for the extra time. Uh huh. You're welcome and thank you. And so the uh, idea was hotboxpodcast.com/contest, and uh, we wanted our logo redone. And the winner received this beautiful glass piece right here. Dun 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 dun. Camera. It's my best Vanna White. Camera one. <laughs> that is a good Vanna White. And don't ask me, I see that, Heidi. Don't ask me how to do anything, because I honestly, I don't know. I'm really surprised we got this far. (laughs) So, if you figure it out, let me know. But, um, yeah, so we got a few uh, submissions in. Um, Nobody was really following directions very well, but we got some good ones. And the person that followed the directions the best, do we have a winner? We do. And? And drum roll, please. That was my drum roll. I can't curl my tongue. Cody. Cody. Thank you very much, Cody. That is an awesome. The more I look at it, the more I like it. It is very, very nice. I am jealous, and that's gonna look really good on a vinyl banner too. I bet. Oh yeah, that's gonna look super sweet. So if you're listening, if you could send us like a high, like a bigger one, so it's not all pixelated or anything, so we can get blown up for a banner size, uh, that would be awesome. Just send that to info at hotboxpodcast.com. We appreciate it. So thank you, and. is he local? Yes, he is. Nice. So we can actually pack that effer for him. Yes, we can. Right on. So uh, 406-204-4687, uh, assuming our phone line hasn't gotten shut off, you can give us a call, say hi live or whatnot. You logged in, right? Yes. Okay. Of course. Okay. Of course. I'm just Come checking. On. Come on. <laughs> so how's how's things going, Sandy? They're not going Bad. I mean, you know, not cons- bad. Well, considering everything that's happened. Well, um, right, right. I'm moving above and beyond, and people will be seen for the people that they are. Right. In right. the court of law. Mm, really. And well, once be that. once this is all over with, I look forward to hearing all about it. Yeah, I um. I'm just making it clear that I did nothing wrong, and I stand by that, and I will do everything I need to do to make sure that that's known, and other people need to prove me otherwise, and they will have the chance to do that if they decide to, and I won't be able to, so I'm not worried. Good. Yeah. How's business? Good. Is it good? Oh, yeah. No problems? Nothing like that? No, I have so many people still. Every day, more people are calling me, letting me know that they're supportive, that, you know, they they love me as a person and how I was able to help them and that they want to continue being with me and that they're not going to be, you know, switching. And that how I mean, I feel a lot better knowing that people have that kind of trust and faith right. in me. That's awesome. You know, it is. It's a huge thing. I mean, the fact that I could leave that brick and cement building and still have all of these people behind me, it, right. it does make me feel a lot better. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. It's good to know that it is it is going well 
And that, you know what? It's just a just another bump in the road. Mm-hmm. So, it's all good. You want to talk about anything uh, before we get into some new stories here? Anything else happen of note? Oh, um, we received an email from Montana Connect of an ad campaign that they're working on. Uh-huh. And it basically outlines kind of, you know, where things are at right now with the legislation and what they're trying to do. Right. And how it's going to put, you know, people out of work. Right. Because of the regulations that they're making. I mean, they're trying to make it to where if you're a caregiver, just an everyday caregiver, not in a storefront, you can only have five people that you're helping. And that's it. So how, hold up, what? Five people? Yeah. A doctor can prescribe more patients on Suboxone, and that's like one medication that, you know, has a cap like that. Right. And it's way more than five, you know? Yeah. How, so if if that goes through, how do they expect people to make a living doing this? Are we just supposed to help because we're compassionate and that's what we do and we all have free time and whatever? No, no, I. What do you do with five patients? That's nothing. Five. And then if you have a storefront, then you can have more than that. But... That means that there's going to be more storefronts. Well, if the cities are all putting moratoriums on them, where are the storefronts going to go? And then if you're limiting people to just five patients, I mean, that's going to, it just, it's not going to be feasible. I don't think, I don't think. And then the, the other things that they're trying to regulate, it's, it could potentially put a lot of people out of work that need to be in work. Yeah, for so sure. That's basic- ridiculous. Right. So it's basically, you know... Is that a- what Colorado's doing? Colorado... Are they still like... Because remember last episode, we were talking about how they kept copying other Yeah, states, they're doing like- some regulations. And actually, I think that I, I put one of the stories in there today where they're trying to say that... If you're a provider, you have to grow X amount of it on site. Well, that's difficult if you're not working in a location where you can grow a lot. Yeah. And so, you know, that's going to kind of, you know, make things difficult for some people, I think. Hmm. I don't like it. I don't like that one bit. Five. Really? <laughs> wow. Yeah. What? Okay. And Starbucks, you can only you can only have 10 customers per building. Sorry. That's it. We're putting caps on everything. Every every legitimate business, you're getting a cap on. Verizon, sorry, you can only have 20 subscribers now. Bresnan, I hate to be the one to tell you, but uh, you only get 15 subscribers. So mm-hmm. pick them and pick them wisely. Mm-hmm. And you know what? While you're at it, you can just up that price since that's all you get. You better mm-hmm. make the. You better wring the most out of that. You know, if somebody's providing, that's retarded. Who right. thought of that? If, Whose dumb idea was that? If somebody provides, I'm going to Helena. Quality care. I'm going to Helena. They shouldn't be limited. That's that. I mean, that is in my mind. The industry should regulate itself in that sense. Right. The, that's the bad ones get seeded out, and the good ones grow. That's how it's supposed to work. Exactly. That's capitalism. Every industry um, is like that. I mean, it's not a new thing. I seriously, Heidi says, look at Helena, Matt's coming. I want to go there and slap the person in the face, whoever thought that that was a good idea, because it's not. It's a retarded idea. If that, if you make that happen, every liquor store can only sell to five people too then. So, uh. You want to know what is amazing? I just have to point we'll, this out we'll really quick now that you bottles. mentioned that. $100 bottles um, of R&R. Yeah, right. Um, there was this picture on the internet of a storefront medical marijuana dispensary. And there was a bus stop that dropped them off, uh, dropped off kids across the street, right? They didn't even go onto the property. Like, they ran across the street and then went back into their little area, right? right? So, today I went and registered my son in his new school, and he has to ride the bus. Guess where his bus picks him up? Across the street? No. Oh. At the Blue Moon. Oh. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, the Blue Moon Bar. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah, so we're driving by. Well, that's I'm okay like, then, huh? Hey, that's where you're going to be dropped off. He goes, oh, really? Maybe I could go inside. Maybe and I, was I like, can have no. a drink and gamble a little money. <laughs> you can't go in there. <laughs> that's only for grown-ups. <laughs> so, I mean, it just, you know, that seems to me to be, you know, another example of yeah. how screwed up thinking it's can be. It's hypocrisy. Total it's a double standards. And we're Montana. We need to stay in Montana. We think it's okay for, for our kids to get picked up and dropped off in a bar parking lot by a bus. What the F? I mean, okay. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah, well, 
I don't get what they were thinking, though. Five people. It, do we get to vote on this, or is this, like, once they decide that's it? How does that work? I don't know. Oh. They, I mean, nothing's been set in stone yet, so it's just being talked about so right now. So they outline it and make a bill, and then people vote the on it? The subcommittee outlines it, and then it goes to the committee, which decides if it's going to proceed. Hmm. So the subcommittees who's been meeting, the committee, the legislative committee is going to meet. Right. So the subcommittee goes back to the full committee and tells them a bunch of BS about what they think they should do. And then the committee's like, that's great. Right. Next topic. Right. Wow. Well, good luck, everyone. (laughs) It's going to be interesting. Yeah. And we have like so much great evidence and research and papers out and everything like all pointing to this being a good thing. Marijuana being a good thing for people. If you do the risk management assessment, you know, what's the worst that it's going to do? There it's there's nothing really that is going to hurt anyone. And we found a study here <laughs> from Dr. Mark Ware, director of research at the Allen Edwards Pain Management Unit of the McGill University Health Center. Uh, He says, while there's plenty of evidence from users that smoking weed produces or reduces, excuse me, reduces pain, often officials and others have been skeptical and demanded more rigorous proof of its effects. A new randomized placebo-controlled clinical trial appearing in the Canadian Medical Association Journal shows that marijuana really can bring pain relief and improve sleep to those in <laughs> chronic pain. The trial... What? Yeah. Did you know that? Are you serious? Yeah, like, you know, when we smoke weed before bed and it makes you all tired? Like, that's... They actually studied that, and they were like, oh, yeah, it does. Wow. No shit. No shit. I think that's great. And And, hey, it brings pain relief. Did you know that? Really? Yeah, did you? I. Who would have guessed? It's a, I thought I, mean, I was just really healthy this whole time. It's been the weed. It wasn't me. It was the weed making me feel good. That's amazing. Uh, the trial was led by Dr. Mark Ware, who was director, like I said, blah, blah, blah. Right. Uh, his team studied the pain-relieving effects of smoking cannabis in 21 people with chronic <laughs> neuropathic pain. Those who had constant nerve pain caused by trauma or surgery. The participants smoked pipes containing several different potencies of THC, the active ingredient of marijuana, and one group smoked pipes containing a placebo. I would be like so K2? pissed. Yeah, right, like gay too. Also. Oh, that's not a placebo, that's I would, fake. I would be so pissed if I was in the placebo group. That tastes really good, by the way. Hey, what's this episode of the Hotbox brought to you by? <laughs> Jack Herrera. God, that is the most amazing strain ever. I know. D-Bud can do some stuff, huh? That's wicked, dude. <laughs> that, that is so wicked. Oh, it's making me have a hard time reading right now. Those smoking the pipes <laughs> with highest potency found their average pain <laughs> reduced significantly compared to those smoking the placebo. They also experienced better sleep quality and anxiety levels. Hmm. Really? Wow. Hmm, imagine that. Crazy. Since even the higher doses were small, euphoria was reported on only three occasions. Uh, the researchers note that larger and longer studies are needed to further verify the exact consequences of smoking weed on pain management, but at least this study certainly suggests that skepticism about the effects of marijuana on pain relief uh, is not warranted. That's... That's of interesting course, this that study was done in, in Canada also, because it's illegal to test marijuana here right. in the U.S. <laughs> yeah. For medical purposes. But that's great. Like, the, they're like, we're, there's not really that many side effects that are negative. Like, if you're on pain pills for a long time, you get all constipated and you can't orgasm. And, like, life just generally starts to suck after a while. But, like, weed... How long have you been smoking weed now? Like, straight. Like, over five years? Let's say, like, a good ten years between us here. Still no, like, I can poop like a champ. Like a champ. Good. <sighs> I That's can a poop. sign of I a can healthy poop digestive system. Like a big boy. With the rest of them. <laughs> I can poop with the best of them. 
No problems. Guess what else works? This guy down here. No problems there. Congratulations. I know. I've been studying this. You, I should write a paper. You should. About how I also had studied uh, the opiate pain pills, and then I can write how that worked for me or didn't work for me. And then I can write how, you know, about the weed, even though they're... Both sides. Right. I even did them at the same time. <gasps> well, that's a third view. I'm thorough. Entirely. I am thorough. Yeah. They call me Dr. Thoreau because I'm so thorough. So, I think that's great, though. That's good that maybe, you know, small studies like this come out, and then maybe people take it a little more seriously, and then they can do some real studies or whatever they feel they need to do. Mm-hmm. Like, they've studied acupuncture, and the results were, like, completely against the fact of acupuncture even coming close to working besides the placebo effect. Like, weed is giving way better effects... And no negative effects. Mm-hmm. But you could go get acupuncture. It's BS and it's not going to do anything. You can go get a lot of different things. You can go here. get weed. Marijuana, if you live here. It, in some places you can, yes. If you get your card. Yep. That is awesome. Yep. All right. Well, uh, what's next on the plate for us? Well, this is actually a local story um dr henry boy says he has nothing to hide the tennessee physician qualified for his montana license earlier this year and has so far made two visits here to see patients seeking a doctor's recommendation for medical marijuana but instead of spending just minutes with hundreds of patients a common practice for some doctors during special medical marijuana clinics in the state huh Wonder who huh, really? Side noting there. Hmm. 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 <laughs> Was I supposed to get my card? That's weird. Could have sworn the doctor said, nuh uh. Yeah. <laughs> he's in so much trouble. I know. Have we mentioned how much trouble he's in? Oh, yeah. I think. Okay. He's a lot. Continue. Oh, so much. So much trouble. Boy, he's seen fewer <laughs> than a dozen. And he has conducted each examination averaging 22 to 30 minutes face-to-face. I totally agree with this practice. Totally. Right. Yeah. That's Otherwise, what a doctor's appointment supposed to be like. Exactly. Otherwise, you could just, like, anybody could do that and just even say that they're a doctor and, you know, mm-hmm. be like, here, cam up and let's do this if you know what I mean, you know? That's creepy. Come on. Yeah. Um, during the consultation, Boyce said he reviews the patient's medical records and conducts an examination geared towards the condition that brought the patient in. My purpose is to identify that population that may benefit from the use of marijuana in the management of their ailments, he said. My sole purpose is to open that door. I still must recognize good medical judgment. What door is, is that the back door? <laughs> no. Uh, uh. No. He's avoiding that door. That's what That's makes good. this a good positive thing. That's good. Yes. Um, Boyd does not guarantee that he'll recommend medical marijuana car- to a patient. In fact, one woman arrived without her medical records and was urged to first see her primary care physician. But he wants to protect the option of medical marijuana. As Montana's medical marijuana industry burgeoned this spring... Spurred by the pro-lifetarian... Get through it. Get through it. Uh, Plow through it. So many big words in a row. (laughs) F you, Billings Gazette. (laughs) Of traveling clinics over the computer. (laughs) Doctor consultations and dispensaries that could double as head shops. Boy saw a need for what he considers a more professional option. He laments Hmm. the fact that public outcry over current medical marijuana practices prevents some individuals from seeking the help that might be that might do them good. Right. So he's put some thought into it. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And he's a real doctor, which is helpful. Yes. (laughs) And he went through the entire process of getting certified here in Montana. Right. Right? Right. And he's sitting down with people, and he's turned people away even. Which what more not, could yeah, you ask? I mean, um, 
It would be daunting for a 68-year-old female suffering from terminal ovarian cancer to go through, he said. That's cruel and thoughtless to do that to somebody. True that. Boy, yeah. Thanks. He recognizes that, That's too. That's where the compassion yeah, comes in. Yeah, exactly. Right. Boy is convinced that many of his fellow physicians share his view but refrain from speaking out due to stigma associated with Montana's current medical marijuana industry. Did you know that Kalispell Regional... Um, actually like discourages any doctor that works there from signing a medical marijuana card that is not like, nice strongly discourages i always it. go up to whitefish when i have to go to and the see, hospital i've heard that whitefish hospital is actually having some issues too really yeah so it's a gonna little have to go odd. to libby I just I just don't even mention it when I go in unless like I absolutely have to. Well, yeah, I'm you not know? like, hey, I'm gonna blaze one real quick. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Hoping to change that perception, he recently hired on with Nexus Patient Services and Billings. He learned of the clinic from a Helena attorney, but was especially motivated to contact its founders after viewing recent media coverage. Right. Some of the things that were happening in the state got national publicity, he said. And we a, are trendsetters. Yes. In a recent Billings Gazette article, reporter Diane Cochran described in first person how she was able to meet the state's requirements for a medical marijuana card with an eight-minute online interview. According to Cochran, she was never asked for medical records or proof that, she told, that what she told the physician was true. Wow. Awesome. I'm, I'm, yay. Yeah. Okay. So you found someone who was doing something that they probably shouldn't have done. Good for you. I'm glad that you did that and that you wrote a story about it and didn't think about, you know, maybe talking to someone like this and getting the other side. But yay. Yeah. Well, you you know, hey, when you got a hot story, you just got to run with it. Yeah. And you got to make that headline as catchy and exploitative. Exploitative. You just got to make it pow. Yeah. Read this. Oh, that was copyrighted. Damn. Now, you know what? We're going to start running out of places (laughs) to broadcast from if we keep (laughs) this up. Oopsie doodle. I know of two more we could possibly use and then... Maybe. I don't know. It's back to the old Winamp shoutcast server. Yay. Audio only. (laughs) Poe's boy and Nexus co-founder, Christine Lemire... Say that needs to change. Lemire said their mission in establishing the clinic was simple to create an avenue that linked legitimate patients with physicians who were not opposed to using medical marijuana as an alternative treatment method. And see, that's something that needed to be started four years ago. Right. Where were you then? But like, okay. I it's mean, all right. better late than never, I suppose. It's all right. But. You can't give it a bad name because of it. Because yeah. in every other industry, there's bad stuff happening as well. You know, there's more bad stuff happening with illegal pain pills that used to be legal pain pills when they were born, but then somehow ran away from home and opted for the hard life of the streets, <laughs> you know, and then they end up killing your child because he thinks it's good to wash him down with alcohol. And that's just not good. No, not at all. Um, <laughs> Is there anything? There, yeah, basically, I mean, it, okay, his consultation costs $200, which is right. a little more than some doctors. That's, he's uh, marking up the price a, a, a bit. Teen, a teensy bit. A bit, but, like 50 bucks. You know, um, at least he's thorough. You don't have to worry about, you know, him throwing a temper tantrum and automotive right or giving you a fraudulent card no yeah you know i mean he's pretty legitimate and you know that's that's worth the money i think very very worth the money definitely and you know i was also very glad as were others that the billings gazette posted this story because i see this as a positive story this shows the good people. There are to be involved. people doing it right out there and doing it well and actually helping people. Sure. Doing it and doing it and doing it well. And doing it and doing it and doing it well. Absolutely. Yes. So let's move on and talk about this other grow site. Another grow site found. In the state we're looking up to. Colorado, what's up? 
Yeah, I know. We look right? up to you. Tell us what to do with our laws, please. Uh, authorities say a second suspected illegal marijuana growing site has been found in the mountains north of Boulder. Boulder County Sheriff's Commander CMDR is that Commander uh, Rick Bro, <laughs> awesome, says the second site found Tuesday is larger than one found nearby on Monday that had about 3,500 weed plants. You know, just a few. It's just a small little purse, you know. It's from my purse. It's from my personal stash. It's 3,500 plants. No more, no less. No, officer, it's I wasn't going to sell any of that no, at all. No, that, I smoke a lot of weed. That's all I do is smoke weed. And I rap about smoking weed. That's all. You heard about 2012, right, 3,500 plants. Hey, just in case. Planning ahead. Just in case, that's all. Uh, it was estimated worth, uh, you know, just a half a mil. That's all. Just a little half milli mill. Yeah, that's it. Uh, the first site is on private and public land near the town of Raymond, about a mile from any road. The second site is on national forest land. They've been finding quite a bit of these lately, I've been noticing in the, the news headlines. Lots of uh, grows, like, way out in Forest Service land, like, away from everything, and they're just finding them, like, forest everywhere. Forest Service land, that's, like, federal property. Though. Yeah, so that's, that's, like, big, big no no if you get caught. Oh, huge. I mean, you can't even take it, like, we cannot take our medicine to Glacier Park. At For all. real? Yeah. It's a national park. It, right. You know, federal it's land. run by the federal government. Right. And it's a zero tolerance policy. If you're an employee there, it's a zero tolerance policy. Right. You know, so I mean. That sucks. Yeah. And you know what, though? People do it. We used to bring glass bongs up there. Allegedly, and dip them in Avalanche Lake and just puff tough. Well, dude, thanks like for all. the extra security that's going to be all up on that thing now. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I doubt it. Yeah. Right. Uh, authorities say a man fled the area Monday when officers arrived after being alerted about the plants by a hiker. Sh- really, Dick? Shut your mouth, tattletale. Why do you got to do that? Take some for yourself, I understand, and then just be on your way. I know. You're not welcome here, friend. I'm not that, your friend, gay. It's a little sad. It is. I really. know. Like, you had to tell somebody, hey, I I, I found pot over here. There was a pile of it. I, I found drugs. marked it. I found drugs. Grow- Look at all these drugs growing. Come do something. Arrest that guy. Look at all these drugs. I mean, it, was what there a, a daycare in You're the middle dick. of it? It was out in the middle of nowhere. There wasn't shit in the middle, like, anywhere near it. What a dick. That makes me so mad. Unless it's, like, Mexicans growing it and it's all gross. But, like, if this was just some dude's, you know, 4,000 plant crop, whatever, dude. Oh, well, you know, those plants are dangerous and all. Hey, I don't go to Afghanistan and burn down your opium fields, okay? So just leave my pot alone. I'll leave your opium fields alone. And hey, we'll just get along like that. Maybe, yeah. That would be nice. Don't make me go over there. I will go to Afghanistan and I will... I'll take a bunch of them. But then the rest that I can't fit in my big giant plane, I will burn to the ground. Don't F with me. I'm on Justin TV now, so don't (laughs) even F with me. And then I'll write a rap about doing everything I just said I was going to do. Boom! Hit! Yay! What's that sound? Oh, nothing. That's just Matt. He's on fire. Hey! Oh. So you got another story for us? I do, hey, what's I the do. time? I'm sorry. This doesn't give me a little time counter like uh, that other site did. What's that, the time? That site we do not name. The, the site that shall not, thank you, shall not be named. We're at 35. Thank you. So what's up with this Grand Junction, Colorado story about dispensaries having to grow 70% of their medicine on site? Did well, we talk about this yet? No, not yet. Well, Actually, I mentioned it a teensy bit earlier, but we didn't right, go right. into it. Um, some people expect it to be the biggest blow for existing medical marijuana shops in Colorado as new growing regulations take effect on Wednesday. That is tomorrow, September Whoa. 1st. Whoa. Is the deadline for medical marijuana dispensaries 
that must now grow 70% of their medicine on site. Didn't mommy ever teach you not to keep all your eggs in one basket? Yeah. What happens then if something happens to all of them there? Like if well, something gets infested? or If you're growing 100 plants, 70 of them have to be there. And if something happens to those, I guess you're supposed to rely on the 30 hmm. that were over here. Why even make any law like that? Like, who cares where you're growing it? I think it's because it's, how they want to... none wanna, of your business? How about I, that? I think it's because they want to be able to, <laughs> when they walk into somewhere to count plants, instead of getting a list of, like, five different places where stuff's being be grown... Be grateful you're even getting a list. I got four that I will never tell you about. You can have this one. And I that's know. it. If I you want to be like that, like, why even bother? They Well, because they're... They've got to do something. You're not growing your opium on site. It's not even in the same country. You're in Afghanistan growing opium for Pfizer, Purdue, and all of the rest for their pills. And that's cool, right? But we can't... That's so stupid. You guys are... Is this the Catholic Church running our country? I'm sorry, but this is ridiculous. I know, right? Ridiculous. So, basically... Lee, the only way that they can get around that is by taking the route that Nature's Medicine did. They previously applied for a second growing location site through the state. Ah. The new requirement will be especially challenging for smaller shops that cannot afford to grow their own marijuana. Right. State officials say that the new grow your own requirement will probably put many small operations out of business. Nature's Medicine applied for an... Mm -hmm. Optimal second growing location last month and will remain open. Application for the state was due the 1st of August time frame. And within that application, they had the stipulation that we would have to already start growing. And by this date tomorrow, we'd have to have 70% of our medicine grown. Right. Because medicine manager, Sean Kaiser said. Because that's how fast plants grow. Yeah. Cool, dude. (laughs) Well, they're not mushrooms. Okay. This takes time. Yeah, if you're growing the big ones, and why do you even care? So you have to make a couple stops if we even decide to tell you about the rest of the places. Like, who? Why do you care? I I do not understand that. Is that just something to have power over? Something else you can be like, well, this is a. I think so. That's so retarded. I know. Who let? I don't understand sometimes. I don't either. Let's waste time making it's, stupid laws to hinder our industry. Thank you. Thank you. No, it's cool. World. Thank you. Appreciate it. Well, you know. So basically, there's no ex- there's no estimate on how many shops are going to be shut down, but you know that's going to shut down a bunch of smaller people. Of course. And and that's one of their goals. Basically, the same- anyone that's not growing their right. own on-site States are learning how to put in these little laws and regulations here and there that are that are making it to where more and more shops are being shut down. That's like what California did when they said, okay, so you can't be within a hundred feet of a school. And when they saw how many places got shut down, they were like, oh, oh, you can't be within 500 yep. feet of a school. Keep moving the goalposts. Yeah, Thank you. Exactly. And so that's what, this is one of those. They're making it a real pain in the butt to do a Mm -hmm. legit, you know what? It's just making me want to say F this and I'm just going to sell cocaine. So there. Now what? Now I'm way rich and you're not getting any of the money. This is fun. I like this game. And then I made, I made enough money. I got my own plane. Got flamethrower. Going to Afghanistan. Oh, is that your poppy field? (laughs) Not anymore. It's on fire. That's the next. Tony Montana. Gonna do it. It's yeah, gonna happen. Scarface it. That's right. Quit effing with what we're trying to do here. We're trying to do good stuff, and you're just being. You're like saying you can have. You guys can buy the the tax stamps. Okay, well, where do we get the tax stamps at? Oh, well, those are illegal. But you know, you can buy them if just you can find them. Just don't let the judge see you, or yeah. don't let the cops see you walking it's out. Such with a your dick tax thing stamp. to do. I know. I know. But um. All <laughs> funny, funny, funny mm. kind of story. I think. Well, it's not so much funny, I guess, as it is just. I don't know. It's probably so a bunch funny. of uh, a bunch of uh, these people have actually requested that 
they be able to use medical marijuana while they're on bond? But they, I mean, they were arrested during raids. Right. And the judge is telling them that they can't use marijuana at all while they're out on bond. Right. And so they're kind of angry about that. Understandable. And, I mean, it's not funny, I guess, so much as it is just the way that they talk about it in the story is somewhat amusing. Oh, please. Because it's kind of a John Grisham kind of a thing, oh, really? I think, you know, with oh, the booing ex- and the hissing. Nice. I'm excited. So, despite impassioned pleas by several <laughs> defense attorneys. Objection! <laughs> overruled. Waterford District Court Judge Richard Coon Jr., Refuse today Excuse me? to allow medical marijuana patients to use the drug while out on bond. A decision met with low hisses in a courtroom packed with 13 defendants. Rabble, rabble, rabble. Yep. Their, lawyer, their lawyers and supporters today. So, I mean, I just had a little bit of a John Grisham, you know, oh, vision there. They're all just, like, in the courtroom, just going back and forth. Pretty soon, gun pops out. Oh, who's on the floor? Bleeding. Yep, yep. The 13 faced hearings following last week's raids of a medical marijuana dispensary and a compassion club for patients in Waterford. The defendant's pre-trial conference scheduled for today were postponed until October 7th for most of them and until later in October for a few because prosecutors had not yet shared all of their information with defense attorneys. Another four people arrested in the raid have not yet been arraigned and weren't present today in court, officials said. <laughs> So they basically Sorry, busted in, <laughs> took all these people, and now they're saying, you got to live by our rules for another, you know, couple months because we're going to take our time getting your guys' attorney all the stuff they want. Because we can. Yeah. Because we're D's like we're that. We're legally able to do that. Thanks. You're Have welcome. a nice life. We don't care. It's not our life. That's so messed up. Like, you would... J- <laughs> wow, guys. <laughs> I know. Before the hearing, what would Jesus do? You know, sometimes I just gotta think back to when I was in Christian school and I'd get in trouble and go to the principal's office and he would say, Matthew, what would Jesus do? You're right. What would Jesus do? Hmm. I have no idea because I never met him. Jesus wouldn't be a dick, I'll tell you that. Jesus would show compassion. compassion. I bet Jesus would grow the best, best kind bud. Probably. He would just touch it, and it would be like, oh, yeah. hallelujah, hallelujah. Glow. Yeah, for sure. Shine, it shimmer. glows when you smoke it. Yeah. It's called the J-Bud. Rainbows. Word. Yup, yup. Oh, um, <laughs> before the hearings today, about 60 people, defendants, their lawyers, and supporters of medical marijuana gathered in front of the courthouse to complain that their arrests were politically motivated by county authorities hostile to the Michigan Medical Marijuana Act. About two dozen people in the crowd wore shirts that bore the wording, This is Michigan, not a Cheech and Chong movie. Bah, 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 bah. Good one. Thank you, Michigan. Good one. Thank you. That referred to oh, I'm t- sorry. Am I in Michigan or a Cheech and Chong movie? I was actually looking for the Cheech and Chong. Oh, down here to the left? Thank you. Dave's not here, man. Hey, doesn't Michigan looks weird all of a sudden. What's going on? I know, right? Oh, thank you, Michigan. Oh, well. What Uh, do you do? What do you do? You know. So, that referred to the statement last week by Oakland County Sheriff Michael Bouchard, who, in the course of criticizing medical marijuana establishments, his officers raided in Waterford and Ferndale said, this is Michigan, this is not a Cheech and Chong movie. Hey, is this Michigan? Because it totally looks... Is this deja vu? I love how they, they also say immediately after that, he meant the classic stoner movie duo. Oh, right. You know, not the Just other... Just in case you weren't sure who that not was. Not the other Cheech and Chong, you know, from something else. Yeah. Like, the, why would you even say that? I don't, they, it's filler. Filler! By filler. the way, just so you know, FYI. Is this Michigan? This looks weird. Yeah, I know. It smells funny. Bouchard said his comment was meant to indicate that, notwithstanding the state law allowing medical marijuana, his officers found widespread drug dealing and abuses at the locations. 
a contention vigorously disputed today by a dozen defense attorneys, including former Oakland County Prosecutor and vehement drug foe David Gorsica. Gorsica? Gorsica. Gorsica. Gorditka. In Waterford, the restaurant where medical marijuana patients had been gathering each day at 4 p.m., no longer can host the gathering as a condition of the owner's bond. Attorneys Jeff Perlman and Michael Comorn said, what is with their names? I think it's... crap. I think it's the weed. That you are correct. <laughs> it's wow. hard to read. Wow. I'm like trying to follow along. I'm like, I'm glad I'm not reading right now. However, <laughs> the eatery, Everybody's Cafe on Airport Road in Waterford, is open for food from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. daily, said co-owner Candy. Quick plug. Ah! By the way, we're open for breakfast in Yay! case you're stoned and got the munchies. <laughs> So, yeah, basically, <sighs> they can't use it while they're waiting. Basically. They're SOL. Sorry. Well, what do you do? Yeah, well, not a whole lot, apparently, if you're in Michigan. Because it's so, not a Cheech and Chong movie, that's for right. sure. Is this Michigan or a Cheech and Chong movie? Whoa! Whoa! I'm still smoking. Whoa! Are we in Michigan? Michigan should pray that it would be as nice as a Cheech and Chong movie right now. Because, hey, how's Detroit doing? Well, look at how many people watch Cheech and Chong. You would think they'd want that kind of attention. That's just me, though. You would think. Oh, well. Come to Detroit and die. Well. Because gangs are running rampant because we have no economy since the car manufacturers went... And guess Sorry. what? We now? don't need those plants anymore. Yeah, right. We have plants in China. Yeah. Well, New Mexico is making it harder on people. New Mexico is being not nice either. They're not being nice at all. Uh, they're proposing an increase in fees on medical marijuana producers to help fund administration of the state's program. The New Mexico Department of Health, which operates the program, wants to increase the application fee on would-be producers from the current $100 to, are you ready, $1,000. And... That's ten uh, times! And establish a new annual fee on the licensed nonprofits that grow the medical marijuana. Hey, New Mexico, F you! I'm not going to pay you. You're lucky I even thought about paying $100, $1,000. That's insanity. Your loco in your cabeza, S.A. That's reefer madness right That's there. That's never going to happen. That's what reefer madness is. That's never going to happen. It's not the smoking and the laughing. It's the crazy, greedy money people. Exactly. There. It's all their fault. It is. That fee would be equal to 7% of a producer's total annual gross receipts. Preliminary figures estimate each producer could generate three hundred to four hundred thousand dollars in gross, disgusting revenues a year, and we're just going to take seven percent for now. And then next year, hey, uh, times are still tough. We're going to need ten percent. <laughs> yeah. And that thousand dollars again. Everybody in New Mexico should just bend over. Everyone, yeah, and either get effed or show them your A while you're leaving the state. I, New Mexico, you're a ghost town now. The whole thing. Well, and they're the same state that only allows X amount of people to grow, so they keep running out. Uh, I wonder why it doesn't work there. Because you're doing it wrong. You can you cannot I'm not paying $1000 a year or even once to be able to grow for 5 people. F that. Yeah. So hard in the A, both hands, no lube. Are you the are you my New cell Mexico phone company? Is so disappointing. Are you my cell phone company? Because it they're, smells like butt sex in here. They're taking it to them. Seriously. That's crazy, dude. It. I mean, it shouldn't be that hard. It shouldn't be that hard. Why? Why would you do that? The fees will help the program be financially self-sufficient. Uh, up to now, it's been funded from other health department programs. 
The agency plans a September 30th hearing in Santa Fe on the proposed revisions to the regulations governing the program. Uh, other proposed changes include testing samples of producers' medical cannabis for contain- contaminants such as mold or bacteria. That's good. You should, you know, check that stuff for sure. Uh, to make sure we have a safe product for our patients. Another revision would keep confidential the names of medical practitioners who certify patients. That's good. So, get rid of... You're, you're kind of on the right path. So, wait, of. they're charging a bunch of extra money to leave out information. Basically. And we'll so test your stuff. So, are they paying people not to type it in? Is that what it is? Apparently. I need a new car. <laughs> like, why? Yeah, where is that? Why? Well, we're self-sufficient now. Cool. I'm down, though, for the testing samples. Like, I mean, people can pretty much tell themselves, you know? Like, I can get a bag of weed and be like, uh, yeah, I'm not buying that. You're yeah. Not even, I, you won't even give that to me. That's horrible. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess if there's maybe chemicals that you couldn't, you wouldn't see right away, maybe you'd taste it after you smoked it, but who's doing that? Any respectable grower knows what he's doing, or she, and... You're not having that problem. Thank you for adding that in. for you. you. Thanks. You're not having that problem. At all. They just need to keep tabs on you, I guess. Uh, Apparently. You don't trust us. Thanks. We can grow, you know, all this other stuff, but don't grow pot. Yeah, thanks. Uh, Some practitioners are reluctant to certify patients' eligibility due to concerns over federal law under which marijuana remains illegal for some cockamamie reason keeping their names confidential would protect quote the integrity of the program and the safety and security of those practitioners who refer patients to the program Uh, new mexico doctors do not prescribe medical cannabis rather they certify someone has one of 16 approved conditions and standard treatment does not work you know like pumping them full of pills and everything they okay when that doesn't work you can smoke pot. conditions. That's a few more than Montana. For real? Yeah. But it's probably, I don't know. I've never read it, but I could see it being like real obscure stuff. Like well, you have probably, to have MS or a terminal disease of some they sort. They probably have like rheumatoid arthritis and stuff right. like that. Chronic too. pain. We have chronic pain. I got so chronic. All that stuff is kind of covered under that. I got chronic pain. Yeah, chronic chronic pain. pain. I find it funny that it's worded that way. I know. Oh, no. Oh, wow. What came first, the chronic or, like, the chronic? Like, all the time, chronically. (sighs) Wow. I know. That is good. That's chicken (laughs) and the egg stuff. I know. Blowing my mind. That's, like, string theory shit. So, New Mexico doctors, right, they don't prescribe it. Uh, Patients apply... To the program, approved patients then receive a registry ID card that allows possession of up to six ounces of the weed. The health department spent more than a year crafting regulations for a state-licensed system of nonprofit growers after the state passed its medical marijuana law back in 07. Now the agency is proposing open and closed enrollment periods for considering new producers. That sucks. Like, you can only apply... In the month of July. Six ounces is a lot, though. Half a pound, isn't it? No. Twelve Eight ounces. ounces is half a pound. Right, thank you. Sixteen. Sixteen ounces in a pound. Uh. <laughs> Do you want me to break it down for you real no, quick? No, I'm good. I get it. I don't know why I was thinking twelve for some reason. I was thinking a dozen. Yeah, that I, I, do, I did that in the beginning, and now... Now I don't think in that frame anymore. Right, like right. my brain automatically goes eight eighths in an ounce, sixteen ounces. This in is a, a pound. baker's dozen here. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the health department spent more than a year crafting regulations for a state licensed system of nonprofit growers uh, after the state passed its medical marijuana law in '07. Right uh, now, the agency is proposing open and closed enrollments for concerning the new producers. So. Boos Meyer said nearly 50 applications are pending and allowing new ones only at certain times would let staff focus on priorities and would speed up the process so no one is waiting too long to hear back from us. Or how about you could just, here's an idea, do your job 
And as they came in, process them and then get them out. You're like, oh, this one, we're going to have to wait another six months. Well, at least we can get to this one that came in seven months ago. Yay! One a day, if we're lucky. That's sad. Good job, guys. Good job. So sad. The health department licensed its first grower in March of 09. See? That's how long. They got their law in 07. It took them two years. New Mexico now has 11, including six approved in the month of July. (laughs) Prospective growers undergo painstaking screening, of course. See, why? If you make us jump through so many hoops, pretty soon we're going to say, nah, 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 dude. And we're going to go grow by ourselves and not tell you about it. That's yeah, so it retarded. Goes black market when you get there. That's what you have to do if they push. You know, you're pushing us to make it. When it becomes worth it to do it illegally, because you're trying to f my a every other day, then yeah, I'm gonna do it illegally. That's your fault. You created that, not me. Yeah, it's a two-way street. That's right. You be nice and we'll be nice, but if you make us undergo painstaking screening, we're going to tell you to go F yourself. (laughs) Each producer is limited to 95 plants and seedlings and an inventory restricted to current qualified patient needs. Who determines that? I bet it's not the the patient. Plants don't keep up with the amount of patients. Right? Ridiculous. Yeah, it is. Uh, Revisions also would clarify that producers and patients may possess marijuana seeds. Patients license... Well, thank you, Massa. I got some seeds. Yeah. Patients licensed to produce for themselves could obtain no more than 16 seeds from a non-profit producer in a three-month period. The state has 2,250 active medical cannabis patients, 1,022 who are licensed to grow their own supply. So Good they luck. can only have 20-something plants. They can only get 16 seeds every three months. Wow. I guarantee where all the weed in New Mexico is coming from, if there's any there. They're not given very much room to work with at Not all. at all. Not even a little bit. And you wonder why these little black markets spring up here and there. Yeah. It's because you you make things really complicated and you make me just not even want to bother. Yeah. Word. 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 To that. So, anything else before we get the F-O? That's all I had. What's the time? We're at an I hour. Hate, okay, I hate not being able to see that for some know, reason. Are you scared? Kind of. I'm like, ah, what's the time? Is it too Have long? Have we been talking long enough? Is it not long enough? I don't know, because I can't see. All right, well, thank you for being patient with us while we fix stuff. Uh, fuck you, you stream. Uh, email info at hotboxpodcast.com. You can leave us messages, 406-204-4687. You can uh, email Ustream and tell them to go fuck themselves. That's how angry I am. Yeah. I'm so mad that they did that. So mad. And, uh, yeah, remember, September 18th, we're having a festival. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a good time. Music, food, friends, tables, people selling cool stuff. Me and Matt. That's right, doing a podcast. Me and Lyrical rapping about smoking weed. That is a cool song, She heard our song, our weed song. It's it's really cool. It is bad. It's going to be great. It's going to be fun live, so... Uh, yeah, make sure you're a member of the Facebook group. You can RSVP for the Roach Market. If you would like a table, we still have a few left. Uh, hotboxpodcast.com slash Roach Market. There's a form there. Fill it out. 25 bucks. Bada bing, bada boom. You're done. If you can juggle, if you can, uh, twirl fire, anything like that, just come hang out. It's going to be a good time for sure. Yep, yep. And... uh, uh, is that it? Do people know how to get a hold of you? Is everything good? Is everyone? Yeah, we're good. We're do good. they all got a hold of you that yeah, need to yeah. get a? All right. Well, uh, yeah. We'll see you guys tomorrow for the jam hole after I fix everything. Uh, fuck you, you stream, and thank you. Good night. If you like, you like we where where you need to. If you like weed, this is where you need to be. Thank you for listening to the podcast.
Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast.